Hey everyone, welcome to Black, Married, and in the Military, a podcast that explores unique experiences, challenges, and even triumphs of military life. I'm Teresa Alexis, known as the Military Bride Strategist, and I'm your host. Today I am joined by Austin and Jeanette Peterson, the Military Money Coaches, and they're going to be talking to us today about how they got out of debt and how they teach others to do the same. So help me welcome Austin and Jeanette, and they're going to tell us a bit about themselves. Hey! How's it going? So, yeah, um, we first met in Virginia. We're both in the military. Um, Yeah, so it was super exciting. Um, She wound up replacing me at my job, and uh, I had to train her to basically take over for me, and then we just fell in love. Yeah, I actually thought he was not that I thought he was like dorky and I was like who's this guy like he's so dorky and then he was like entertaining like he would come down and he would like rap for me and like make up all these cute little things and I was like okay maybe we can go to lunch or something and then (laughs) (laughs) that's where it started yeah we both worked in uh, cybersecurity and uh yeah we just got to know each other and talked and nerded out over computers and cars and and all kinds of stuff and then the military uh wound up moving us from virginia virginia and taking us here to las vegas yeah i would say one thing about us is that i don't think that i would have gotten to know austin had it not been for the military like i probably would have never met him i probably would have never been able to get close and know him as a person first before dating him if it wasn't for the military i know they always say like don't poop where you eat kind of deal, but it worked out. Yeah. It was great because you weren't my supervisor, but um, our paths were always destined to meet. Like we grew, I grew up in Germany and she was in Germany while I was growing up in Germany. Yeah. Not to, not to date her, but we have a decent age gap on us. (laughs) Thanks, babe. Thanks. Well, they can't see you, but you guys look young at heart. I'm sure you're younger than I mean, I he is. I'm young at heart. He's actually young. <laughs> <laughs> the military ages you very well. Just... Now we look the same age, exactly, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you got to tell me, I was telling somebody the other day how aging in military years is different than yeah. just aging normally. It's I like you can retire after 20 years because it's a full year. It's a full time's worth of work. <laughs> It was like instead of being 20, you're like 40. So I get it. It's like dog years. (laughs) So bad. (laughs) But tell everybody what you guys do and how you help couples. So we are financial coaches. We are Dave Ramsey certified financial coaches. And we love, love, love helping people get out of debt and feeling that weight of just like getting out of debt and being able to do the things you want to do without feeling like, you're destined to fail. They always say you leave the military with one of three things, divorce, debt, or disability. Sometimes all three. <laughs> right. So let's get rid of the debt. I can't yeah. help you with the disability or the debt. I mean, with the divorce. But you know, I feel like if you come together with your finances, it makes everything a lot easier. Cause that's the number one reason people get divorced is they're not open with their finances with their partner. And maybe if you're not stressed out, you won't have as much disability. I think debt plays into a lot of, you know, like you said, divorces and stress in all kinds of areas of your life, not just monetarily. Um, 
Yeah, we really started this because um, we were both mill to mill and we we're living paycheck to paycheck and we amassed $106,000 in debt. And uh, I, military is stressful enough. And we just, we figured out one day, we're like, we maxed out both our star cards and we're like, you know what? This got to change. Like, yeah, not, I, we got to figure something out. So we're Luck- making like mill to mill, like $5,000 or more a month. And we, at the end of the month, couldn't go get food because we were maxed out. We went to like, it was just dumb. It was crazy. So we didn't want anyone to live that way. And we know military people were close to our heart. And so that's why we started coaching military people. As soon as we got out of debt, we're like, we got to help other people yeah. do the same thing. Cause the amount of freedom it gives you, you fight for freedom. And then at home, you, you know, you can't be free cause you're tied up in all this money and, and all this debt. So we really want people to live the lives they want to leave, live. And, um, and if, you know, some people are tied to the military where like, I want to leave the military, but I'm stuck in it because I have so much debt and we want to see those people, you know, kind of do the things they want to do with their life, whether it be in the military or not. So that's the kind of people we work with. Um, and we also help people retire and, um, get to the place they want to be before they leave the military. Yeah, for sure. Which is huge. I know for us, um, we're dual military too. I don't know if she passed that information (laughs) on to you, but, um, so one of the things that happened to us is my husband, he had student loans. I didn't have any debt of my own, but terrible story. My mother decided it was a great idea to just get all these credit cards in my name. And so we got married and we're trying to buy a house. And the dude was like, yeah, you can't buy a house. And I was like, why not? I don't, yeah. I've never bought anything. I haven't bought a car. And he was like, you got like four or five credit cards. I was like, how do I have four or five credit cards? <laughs> you know, we we like arguing and he's like, I'm not lying. I was like, show me, print it out, show me. And he did. And I was like, see, this clearly isn't me because my mom took it out. I took both my parents' last name because they weren't married, but some had like my first name and my mother's name on there. And then it had my first name and my dad's last name on there. And I was like, yeah, obviously this would not be me. Yeah. Like this would not be me, you no. know? So, and so I had to go through that process of getting it fixed and basically threaten my mom to say, hey, if you don't pay this, you're going to go to jail. Yeah. Wow. So, you know, and I didn't pay that, but still I had to recover in that way. And then when we were married for a while, we got a credit card because we didn't know about Dave Ramsey yet. We probably was married for like a year. I said a while, but that ain't a while. Yeah, (laughs) Um, for a year. And then, but by this time, we already had like a credit card or two. And so we found out about Dave Ramsey and I was like, now I got to reverse every single thing I didn't did. Lord, these decisions were so terrible. I didn't know they were terrible. And so when we started to kind of just change the way we thought about money, about debt and all of that, it definitely didn't only transform like our financial situation, but also like our relationship together because yeah. it brought us closer. Sure. We were on the same page and it was, it was rough, rough out <laughs> in these financial streets. So I can definitely attest to just those struggles there. Yeah, it was, 
Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine being like just having a conversation with my like my mom be like, you open all these credit cards. That's got to be a rough conversation. That's, well, that's got to be harder than paying the debt off. <laughs> it's, it's a different situation. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say that. But, you know, thank you for being over there holding it down because you knew. Yeah. And, you know, and I had to actually write up a contract, too, because uh-huh. it couldn't just be saying hey, pay this. I had to write it up, fax it to her, have her sign it and have her coworker be a witness and send it back to me. And then obviously I took it to base legal to say, hey, this is what I got if she's not doing it. And he was like, well, this is kind of like unofficial, but it like still works. So it it was one of those situations because, you know, these people sometimes be acting yeah. a little strange and they're like, I ain't got to do nothing. It's like, you just took these out in my name. Yeah. You know, you, so you do. before I even got started, like I already had debt, which was crazy to me. I would never do that to my kids, you know, yeah. obviously. No. But that was probably one of the harder things we had to do because he already had a student loan that was crazy because whatever with that and so then I had all this debt so we like couldn't buy a house yeah but I will say God did turn that around and I think we were 23 or 24 when we still very young yes it is you know when we bought our first house yeah so we were probably like 20 21 when all that was happening and so Dave Ramsey you know I know a lot of people are like he's a little extreme sometimes you need extreme you know military people we be needing extreme sometimes and I know for us we needed all of Dave Ramsey right time around because we didn't know anything neither did we like when you go to school they teach you how to balance your checkbook and how to stay out of debt they don't teach you any of that no the only thing I learned from my mom was how to write a check and don't go into debt, but I didn't know what that meant. That doesn't mean anything if you don't know what that is. What is credit? I don't know. You just need to have a good good credit. Okay, that doesn't mean anything to me. So I didn't have a credit card. I would buy cars and stuff like that. And then I discovered that very similarly, I left my, my car with my mom and said, look, I'm going to Germany. You are going to pay for this car. If you cannot pay for this car, it's still in my name. Give me a call. No call, no nothing. She didn't pay the car and I didn't know until I looked at my credit like you like like what mom what what is going on here what what happened can you let me know something can we have a communication about this right. so I think it's just like a and then culturally you feel like you have to take care of your parents you know what I'm saying like that's a different kind of situation where I felt like I was almost it's like it's like I'm getting out right I'm getting out of the situation and doing something on my own that means I have to bring you up too, but at the same time, you're not helping yourself get out of that situation. Like it's, it's like a double-edged sword. Like yeah. I'm helping you, I'm helping me, but I can't help you stay where you're at. I'm trying to help you get out of that situation, but you're not doing that. So yeah, I, I definitely resonate with that because that's the same type of thing I did or tried to do, I would say for my parents, but you can't want more for somebody than they want for themselves, yep. even financially. And 
I know just not, and this is not just my parents in this situation, but like, I know a lot of people in my life think I'm just like this billionaire. I received that. I really do. But like, <laughs> you know, I'm not there yet, you know, or if I'll ever be there, you know, I ain't going to be mad at God or nothing. If he do make me, a right? <laughs> but you know, um, they just think I'm over here living this lavish life and just kind of leaving them behind. And that's not what I'm doing. Right. I'm creating a better life for myself and for yes. my family. And yeah. what I can do for them, I try to do for them. But like, you can't just milk the whole cow. Yeah, right? there's got to be some boundaries. Unwise, right? Yeah. So, you know, while we're trying to establish things for the legacy of our family and our children, it's like, what, what y'all doing? Yeah, <laughs> what exactly. is y'all doing? I can't you just know, help that, you. That's how we talk, Austin. What is y'all doing? <laughs> what? Not proper English. What is y'all doing? so I want to know though um what was your I guess breaking point that kind of brought you to this financial freedom um well it was October and they said that I was going to be going through another med board which I had been through the year before that and I was like cool whatever December I got pregnant in that same month, I found out that I was going to be released from the military medically. And then April, I, sorry, I'm gonna have to edit that out. April, I got out of the military. And then July, we PCS'd to Nellis. So it was like this whole like six months of complete 360 on what is going on in my life. So we had bought a house the year before. I bought Austin a new car because I got promoted. So I bought him a new car. Yeah. So we had a great move, right? Anyway. Great move. Everybody <laughs> else gives their spouse flowers. I'm giving away car keys. Idiot. You know how they say good intentions, bad judgment. Yeah. Like Very that. bad judgment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to have an income. I don't even know what I'm going to do with my life. As far as like income, uh, we need to get some of these, these, these debts taken care of. So my sister, she works at a men's clothing store. And so like at the end, when I was getting, after I'd gotten out and I was pregnant, I didn't have anything to do because I knew we were PCSing. So I wasn't going to go, I wasn't going to go find a job. So I was just hanging out with my sister. And so like I would go to her job and I would pretend to work. Like I would volunteer at her job. (laughs) Just to hang out with her. (laughs) And so this one guy was talking about, he was paying off all his credit cards. And I was like, that's a novel idea. How do you do that? That's the craziest thing I've ever heard of. You're paying off all your credit cards and you're never going to use them again. What is that? Please tell me more. And he was like, oh, we're going to do this Dave Ramsey course. And my wife is going to teach one and find Dave Ramsey, blah, blah. So I like Googled it. And I was like, okay, well, her class doesn't start until after we move. So I'm just going to download the online version and babe, we're doing this today. We're doing it. He was like, okay. We cut up our credit cards and I had a panic attack and I was terrified. (laughs) (laughs) So the whole of getting out of the military, becoming a mom and moving across the country without a job was like, and no savings. Yeah. No no, savings. And no, like, yeah. Yeah. It was just crazy. There's no, I always wanted to be fully out of debt before I had kids and that was, uh, it was great. And we wound up doing it a little later down the road, but it was, it was such a, uh, it, it helped build such a foundation for our marriage in yeah. terms of, you know, we had just gotten married two years previous to that. So we had, we'd basically like still newlyweds 
you know, in terms of our lifetime, but <laughs> like we, that was probably our biggest struggle and we probably have saved us so much uh, heartache and fights from just paying off that debt. Um, and, and God has opened so many doors for us um, through taking that program. It was, um, yeah, it was definitely shell shock once you add up all the money and figure out how much debt you're in. And then, but once you have a plan and a budget, like it's so relieving because the budget, people think it's restrictive, but a majority of the time, once you put it down to paper, you have permission to purchase whatever you want that you've put into your budget. So it's like more of a relief that you have a plan with your money and you have a set goal and time frame on when you're going to get out of debt. And it's like, I am going to get out of debt by then. And most people who do develop a plan or go through Dave Ramsey and decide that they are going to get out of debt and, and write it down and make a vision for themselves, do it earlier than they uh, set out to do, yeah. which is great. Yeah. And that's so true because I always say we're um, debt-free second award because the first time we were stationed, so we, well, we were stationed in Lejeune, North Carolina. And so I was pregnant, like <laughs> when we went through that class, so, you know, yeah. it was too late for me to try and do it before you know I was pregnant or having children so but we went through that class and then we PCS to Okinawa Japan and then during the three years a little over three years there we were able to pay off all our debt mm-hmm. we were so happy to be done right so came back and still was debt free that's when we were able to buy the house mm-hmm. you know and do all this good fancy stuff but see what happened was we were out of debt but our mindset about money didn't completely transform yeah so when we hit a rough patch which i always knew i would get out of the military i knew i was going to be having children i knew long term it it just wouldn't work having a bunch of babies yeah Oh my having a bunch of babies and so for me I always had that plan I always tried to save over here on the side you know and tried to live off one income was trying to do the right thing right so I got out you know and I started to try to do this entrepreneurial journey and then like a year later well it wasn't even a complete year after I got out my husband got out and I was like what you doing like <laughs> are you getting out what is we doing like we didn't plan for that yeah you always thought you would just be staying in and i would be living my best life over here free as a so-called <laughs> civilian yeah you know but but he That's got out team. and things kind of went downhill he didn't get the job that he was supposed to get right away there was a huge gap everything i had saved for my journey as an entrepreneur had to go to try and to save us all of it was gone. All of our savings, all of the money I saved for business ended up having to get a credit card. I hated that. Yeah. But got a credit card. Yeah, I think it was just the credit card because we already had the car. I don't know why we bought a new car. Somebody tell me why we did that. <laughs> we bought a used car, but instead we over here like, oh, we dead free. Let us go get a brand new car. <laughs> Who does that? Anyway, we did that. So we had this car that we were indebted to, and then we had a credit card, and then no jobs. And so it's like, oh my God. And (laughs) it was a mess. And so we ended back right back into what we just came out of, not that long ago. And so I was like, 
okay, this this can't work. So, you know. And then in the midst of that, God told us to move to where we are now. And I'm like, I know you lying. (laughs) It was one of those things like, so he did get the job, but we had to move ahead of time. And I was like, how are we going to do this, God? We ain't got no money because we didn't spent it all trying to survive and we ain't survived nowhere (laughs) at all. And so in that obedience, as soon as we got here, maybe like two weeks after that, my husband's disability was released and it was a lot of money to keep us afloat and hold us over till he actually got his job, started getting paid and all of that. And we started that journey again to get that free. And I was like, okay, this time we're going to do it in two years. And I was like, because I'm not buying nothing which you know, <laughs> was hard for me to say. <laughs> I was like, I'm not buying anything. We're just going to pay off this car, pay off this credit card. We're going to work it out with this one car situation. We're going to pay this one off because this is all we got. And I'm sorry, but in Mississippi, you cannot sell a brand new car and think you're going to get what you owe on it. No. So we just kept it because that was the best decision and paid it off. Then it was the credit card, but it did happen. I just want to encourage you. It happened. I think in 13 months instead of the 24. Yeah. There you go. That's awesome. So, you know, I always say debt free second award. Like, who who going to say that? Hey. <laughs> free second award. But, you know, I'm glad we did it. And this time, it was different this time because our mindsets were different. Yes. We don't need the credit card. No. We don't need the car with the debt. Because, no. I mean, you drive it off the lot, you get hit, it's gone anyway. And then yeah. unless you got gap insurance, you're going to have to pay everything you owe. So it's one of those things where it's like, I'm so glad that we stayed persistent because if we didn't, we would still be in debt and miserable. We are car people. Like, yeah, we love cars. That was one of the things we connected on. Like, yeah. And- like, like when we first got together, there was like a track at Langley's, it's called Langley Speedway. And it's like, you can, on Wednesdays, you can go around and drive your own car. I drove a six speed manual Honda Civic Si because I lived my best, like hot girl summer life, right? <laughs> Fast and the Furious girl over here. It's so like, I would do that. And like cars were our thing, right? So like having to get rid of your car is like a big deal to me. Like, I don't take that lightly. We had two brand new cars. I got pregnant before I found Dave and got a 2017, at the the time, 2017 brand new CRV. He had a 2016 brand new um, GTI, Volkswagen. Fully loaded. Fully loaded, top tier, whatever, living our best car life. So then we have no jobs. So we come out here and we sold both of our cars to CarMax. Like, and we didn't get what we paid for. We took out a loan to pay, the to pay the difference. It was like 12K. Yeah. The difference. And then my parents crashed their Mini Cooper. I had it sent here to rebuild it in my garage so that I could have a crappy Mini Cooper to drive around to work. And then we bought a 1999 CRV, which we also kind of rebuilt and then drove that to work. And then. We bought. Then we were, we went stupid. We went stupid. I mean, I think I think everybody has a debt-free relapse, right? 
We weren't that free then, but no, like like a debt relapse. Yeah, stressful time. I'm gonna start using that. That's what I'm gonna call that. That's what we did. We yeah, had we us did, a a debt relapse. It's okay. Everybody has one, but then you get your mind right, and you're like, no, this is not smart. We bought, like I said, we I was with my best Fast and Furious life, so I bought a brand new. What year is that? 2018. I don't remember what year. I don't remember what year the car came out, but it was a brand new Honda Civic Type R, which is like it's got this big crazy looking wing on the back and it's like a sports car and it goes real fast and i was like yeah so we got rid of it'll set you back like 40 grand yeah so we bought two cars to get one car with the same payments because that's smart and then um we set it in the garage because we didn't want to drive it <laughs> oh, <baby. laughs> we bought a garage car and uh, yeah then we got rid of that then and finally then got we... rid of that and then we said all right we're gonna drive these two crappy cars until we can buy another car in cash. That's what we finally did. Last year, we yeah. bought a car in cash. Back to that 2017 CRV, except we bought it two years later. So we went back to that. And we bought it in cash. Though. We bought it in cash. Yeah, it was nice. We yeah, still so. have that crappy Mini Cooper. It's three colors. It's okay, though. Yeah. <laughs> 99 CRV exploded. And I had a 2005 Civic that just died. died. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you go through a couple cars to get there, but... That, uh, we love cars, and eventually we'll get back to a place where we can, you know, have nice cars. <laughs> but you're right. It's a, it's a mindset thing. Like, I know that, like, when I see all these people with these big, expensive cars, I'm thinking, how much are you paying for that a month? It wasn't, until, of- it wasn't until COVID that I realized how often people refresh their cars to new cars. I was like, look, at, I, like, get outside. I'm, like, driving my old car around. I'm like, these are all brand new cars. Like, these are all, all brand new. Like, yeah. I don't see anyone repping a 99 Honda. Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not. Yeah. And I felt good in that car. Like, a nobody's going to try and rob me in this thing because you think I ain't got no money. I am good. Yeah. <laughs> no one's going to road rage against you because you're $500. Yeah. <laughs> no one wants right. to hit my car. <laughs> and, you know, it, it honestly, so we just did that where we were able to pay cash for a second vehicle this year. And so. Yes. Yes, this year. And so that feeling is so good and so encouraging because it's just like, I can't believe, even if it's used, so what? Yeah. yeah. People can't buy, some people can't buy a used car for right. cash. Yeah. So, you know, and they think they're doing it big when they get them a new car. And it's like, you didn't buy that. You just leasing it because they yeah. can come take it at any point. Yeah. And I realized how crazy that is to me. And by no means are we saying if you, live that kind of life are you like going to hell or anything yeah, we're not yeah. saying that no, if that works for you fine but we coming for the people who want to be debt free who want to be able to pay cash for a car you know i am working on a goal to be the first in my family to ever pay cash for a house or pay it yes. off early that's yes. what i want to do nobody in my family has ever done that and i'm honestly the first one to pay cash for a car nobody yes. in my family has ever done that I am for that life. That's awesome. Right. So, and it's, it's not because it's not just because, cause we are great and awesome here, but you know, I really give my credit to God Amen. because without him, I would have backslid a whole lot of times, you know, yeah, I had a girl. bunch of debt relapses because of normal, be normal. Yeah. The air quotes behavior. And so for me, it's just, it was that transformation of my mind. Yes. You know, to go along with what I was working on. 
because without that, it's going to be debt relapsing all the time. Hey, friend, let me tell you about an amazing community I created just for you. If you're a military wife, and that's whether you're the service member, the spouse, or the transition vet, you'll want to know about Military Wives Collective on Facebook. This collective of military wives show up for each other, have hard conversations, and cultivate sisterhood across the ranks and beyond the uniform. From monthly events to weekly chats, this community will help you have fun and just let your hair down, combat the emotions of feeling alone and loneliness by connecting with a plethora of wives from different walks of life. Get resources and the inside scoop on events, courses, and coaching discounts that will be coming up specifically crafted for military wives, their marriage, and family lifestyle. If you're a military wife who is always looking for ways to connect, give back, and thrive in life, then this community is for you. To find out more, go to www.militarywivescollective.com. That's www.militarywivescollective.com to join. I think that's the only thing that really matters is your mind, mind shift change. Because if you don't change your mind shift, it's like, it doesn't matter. It's like t- taking the addict off drugs. If they don't change their mind, they're still going to go back to drugs. And like buying things was like an addiction almost because I was like, oh, I have to have this new thing. I have to have this new phone. I have to have this new car. Yeah. For what though? Like for no reason. And then I realized, you know, I actually do want to retire early. I do want to like be able to, I don't want to be tied to a job where I'm not in love with it and it's not aligning with my future. I want to do my own thing. And I couldn't do that if I had a, had massive debt. The biggest thing for me, like biblically was like, it was like someone said that if, so all the money you get is God's money, theoretically, you're just using it and investing in it for him and for his glory. So if you were God's financial manager, would he keep giving you money? And for a long time, the answer for me was no, like he's not, he mean, I'm not doing this right. And so now we have like purpose and, and vision and, and meaning and what we put our money into. And we make sure that it's not, you know, the wrong things that are going to be things that we want, you know what I mean? But not to say we can't have nice things, but like we have a plan to, to create businesses and create money and wealth um, biblically and stuff like that and give back to churches and stuff. So yeah. It's really yeah, been a movement for us. Yeah, and I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. And I'll be the first to say that I always want to be a good steward over our money, but I'm not always. And so the thing I love about being married is sometimes, you know, your spouse has to give you that gut check and be like, just because we got the money don't mean we should spend it. Yes. So. I had this grand idea probably a few days ago that, oh, snap, my favorite vinyl is on sale. Let me go get all of it while I can, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So came home and my husband was like, you lying, you didn't spend that much. And I was <laughs> like, I did, it was on sale. He was like, so you need all of this? You gonna use it at one time? You starting a business? <laughs> And I was like, well, I already have a business, but this is just for fun. He was like, how much money does it cost to have fun? (laughs) Ain't it? You know, and I was like, oh, well. And, you know, and I had, I basically took it all back, except for a few things that I knew I was going to use, like, right this week. Because he was like, what? He did it to me, what I do to him. What (laughs) is we doing? What is we doing, Teresa? This ain't going to work. 
right? It was like, we trying to do other stuff. We trying to go places. We trying to create things for our family. This ain't it. And I was like, yeah, you know, you you right, you right. So what you think I did today? Took it all back to the store because one, my husband was right. Yeah. I respect him. You know, I'm not just yeah. going to be like, oh, well, it's my money too. I can do whatever I want. That's not how this works. You know, right. and yeah, if you're feeling that way and you're listening, it, it ain't going to work that long for you. I'm telling you now. No, so, and he right. We trying to build something here. We can't build nothing with me going and spending like 400 plus dollars <laughs> on my hobby and crafts. <laughs> he was like, you could have used that for business. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. So I'm gonna go take this stuff back and then I'm gonna do something else that's beneficial yeah. for our family because that wasn't it. I was just having too much fun. So he had okay. to kind of bring me down back down to earth. I have a Jeanette fund and most of the Jeanette fund goes to the dollar spot at Target <laughs> and puzzles. And wine. Jigsaw puzzles. Oh yeah, and wine. <laughs> <laughs> let me, look, let me write that down. I'm gonna start me start. A Teresa fund. Look, you do whatever you want. That's what budgets are for, to have permission. Look, this yeah. is my little whatever money a month. I'm going to do whatever I want with it, but I can't go over, but I'm going to do what I want in this round. You can still retire. You can still have your dreams. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can still do what you want to do and, and have a little money for yourself. It's not, you're not trying to restrict everything, you know? Yeah. That's how, that's how visions and goals get completed is like to have, you know, not to be as extreme as Dave Ramsey to your whole, for your whole life, right? He even talks about after baby step three, which is your three to six months emergency fund is you can, you can start tailoring stuff back and having, you know, money for yourself and, and get to, um, cause you have your whole life ahead of you at that point, you can, you know, start giving yourself money and buying things that you can want versus need. Yeah. If you need towels, upgrade the towels if you have the budget. Right. Otherwise, go to the BX and buy the one dollar BX. I mean, BMT towels. <laughs> the brown. Don't do that. Oh, brown Lord, no, not those battle towels, girl. No. I <laughs> <laughs> love them things. I tell you what, though, they they like yeah. they they hold you down for real, right? I'm they just saying they don't tear up and They're it's exfoliating. like <laughs> it's like those things are battle towels for sure because Function. we still have hours from boot camp. That really? was over 13 years ago. I don't probably know longer that. than that. So they still there. They still work. We <laughs> yeah, use the rags good. now, but still, you know, they're there. But, <laughs> you know, it's just a matter of what you want to do in life. If you yeah. always want to be living paycheck to paycheck, and for us dual military people, that's just, it's depressing after a while, you know, nobody gets excited about living paycheck to paycheck. No. Nobody, no. you no. know, um, I remember I had some friends, they weren't dual military, but the husband was military. He's a, he's a purple heart recipient. Um, and I have several friends like that, but so his, his wife had a different mindset than me about money, which is fine. But she would try to say stuff about me and the way that we live. And I'm like, well, that's fine because we can pick up and go West Coast if we want to and not have to worry about our bills getting paid. Mm -hmm. So we can pay all our bills and do this. 
I don't right. have several cars that has debt. I, I don't have all these credit cards. I'm not going on credit. I'm going on actual money that I have, you know? So yep. I don't have to ever worry about my card not working unless you have that military bank where they like oh you gone somewhere yeah even though you told them oh, yeah. let me cut your stuff off <laughs> other, than that, other than that you know it works because we have a travel fund yeah that we do throughout the year and we go several places sometimes with my husband's job or just sometimes because we feel like it and that's you what know? it's for yeah. right so having a budget it's really creating freedom yes it's not restricting you like y'all said it's it's giving you that freedom to know where all your money is so you'll know what exactly you can do and if you have some extra because sometimes we have like a bonus or something like that or you know get that little point zero zero one (laughs) percent raise that we get you know it's like, oh, look, I got me an extra dollar. What can I do with $12 a year? Where can I yeah. invest that kind of thing? You know, e- that even matters. Or if it's a penny, like what can we do with this little penny? We started a road trip jar. So my kids find money all the time. I'm like, oh, put it in the jar. Here's the jar. Put it in there. Yeah. With r- Road trip. So teaching, teaching them. them. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You're teaching them future. They're going to be smarter with money because you were smart with money. And they see how you handle every day. I feel like when we, when our kids grow up, they're three and one right now. But when they grow up, I want to like show them what a budget meeting is and just go with them and be like, look, this is, this is how you do this. This is how you divvy out your money for everything. When we first. That's like, how you're going to work off for your first car. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's it. When we first like started on Dave Ramsey and we just looked at our bank account to figure out where our money was going. Oh my we didn't realize how much money we were spending on fast food, like in just food in general, just junk. Exorbitant lifestyle to catch up with us. It was, it was a lot, it was a lot of money going in all different directions. Yeah. Yeah. That's the number one thing we teach is when people like coach with us is like cutting back on subscriptions and things that you have, you know, outgoing and, and then look at your liabilities because a lot of people have like heart ties towards their liabilities, like their cars and stuff like that. So like, okay, we're not saying you have to get rid of the cars, but like, let's look at, you know, what are you spending on? You know, you spending on, like, why do you still have cable? Like, why are you still paying $200 on cable? Like, you can go get $10 on Netflix or, you know, get the one show you want or just, I don't know. Yeah. Do you really need a massage membership? We had a massage that? membership. That's why she's saying that. Yeah, I did. We spent like really $250 a month on massage yeah. after massage. Dumb, dumb things. Was not aligned with what we wanted to do in life at all. Nope. Just- right let's do this this will be cool yeah and I feel like when we're in that thought process like I told y'all like the 400 plus dollars of crafting material really Uh, hobby material (laughs) really like why did I even think that was a good idea and it's my (laughs) husband like he was like he was quiet for a while I could tell he was thinking I was like oh snap I messed up now like you gonna take that back. And then I was thinking, I was, and then I'm over here trying to save it, y'all. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna only take like these six things back. And then the Lord was like, no, you're gonna take all of it back except for like <laughs> five things. And I was like, oh love it, Jesus. You know, so I took, I did, I took it all back and I was fine with taking it back because I mean, I yeah. mean, it, I'm not tied to it in that way. I just, 
I lost myself, obviously, for a minute when I bought it home. So get a relapse. Right. It's like, what what is we doing here? Yeah. What is we doing? We ask each other um, for like, we talk about things together if it's over like $250. Yeah. In one swipe. Unless um, it's Target, when I normally just go there for the things that I need, like diapers, wipes, formula, that stuff adds up real quick. But if it's like extra stuff. Yeah. Just for you, you know what I mean. But yes, yeah. I was clearly outside of the wire because that's what <laughs> you're supposed to do. But I was just off all, all outside the wire with no authorization at all, just Uh-oh. doing my own thing. And he was like, <laughs> "You ain't even tell me about this." It's like okay, like I mean, because if it's already so, we don't do so. We do something similar to the envelope system now because we got three kids. It's a little faster now. Need to be leaving money. Yeah. So we have prepaid cards, which acts the same. So guess what? If your money gone, it's gone. Yeah. So, and that's why we do it because we got those little children in the back. <laughs> and so the last thing I want is for them to be swinging an envelope and throwing it out the window. Because right. your kids will do it. Um, and so if it's on there and within the parameters of that, we're good. We already know what the budget is. We already know what amount of money is designated there a month but this was outside of that <laughs> so <laughs> that's why I said I was outside the wire and it's like you know what I was wrong because <laughs> I would not I would feel some kind of way if you did that clearly I needed to be brought back to reality and I need to not do that ever again because and he wasn't mad he was just like <laughs> you serious or are you playing <laughs> with me he thought I was joking until I showed him the receipt. He was like, yeah, this is going to go back to the stove. I'll put it in the car for you and everything. And he did. And so, you know. But I don't want you to forget this. Right. <laughs> and one thing I wanted to talk about, too, is just on this financial journey, just creating challenges within yourself. I know you guys do that. Yeah. So for us, this, um, I think the third week of this month, we're going to start doing a food challenge. And basically... It's going to be, can we live off $10 a week for the five of us? Because it's five of us. And so my husband said it can be done. Yeah. So we're going to test that theory because we have been able to stay at $500 allocated. We don't spend that, but $500 a month for grocery. And that's all things, little knickknacks and all that that's included in there. And so I was like, we're going to have snacks too, because if not, I'm, I might die. So so we're going to see if we can do the $10 a month and then we're going to keep allocating our $500. I want to make sure I get this right a month. And then if we're able to do this for like, I think three months is what we said, we're going to bless someone by buying their groceries for the month. I love that. So We'll see, girl, if we can, you know, stay to like 40 to $50 for the five of us for a month. We're going to see if that works. I will update y'all. Yeah. But I want y'all to talk a little bit about just different challenges, money challenges and stuff. Like, not in a bad way, but in the way I just described. Yeah. So in January, we recently did one. I guess January wasn't. We've done challenges since then. But January was our big one where, like, we thought, like, oh, the pandemic's about to end. And we just bought up all this food. So let's try to, you know, clear our pantry out by not going and buying anything. Yeah. We're not going to spend a single dollar at the grocery store. We're just going to eat out of our pantry for the whole month. 
and or not just our pantry, but like our freezers. Yeah. We have a deep freezer and we have a freezer in there. And I want to say we made it 28 days. The only rule was we like the baby, like we would buy a formula for the baby that yeah. was unrestricted <laughs> and then buy milk for the kids. That was unrestricted. That didn't count. But everything else, it had to be in the cabinet, in the refrigerator, in the whatever, freezer, yeah. in the freezer. We were not buying food. And then also what we did was we went through our pantry before this and got rid of all the stuff that was expired or old or whatever that we weren't going to eat in the first place. And then we realized we ate a lot. We had a lot of junk in there, like a lot of not good food. Yeah. We also had a lot of food that, you know, we planned out and was able to make into like actual dishes that, you know, didn't take a long time. And we, I think all in all, we were pretty happy about one, the money we saved and two, uh, the amount of waste we didn't have just by eating the food that we already had. Yeah. So it's a great way to like quickly save, you know, between 500 and $700, depending on how much you spend on groceries a month. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what other challenges have we done? We did the lunch challenge where we, well, we would try and, cause we both worked on base. So we try and spend like zero money for lunches. We would try and spend like no, no lunch money pretty much. You have to bring your lunch, not eating out, not spending money on extra stuff for lunch. We did that for a little while because we would eat out a lot for lunch. And that adds up very quickly. So we did, yeah, a whole month of just that. What else did we do? Um, we also, I don't know, we launched a challenge, but that was kind of like our own business thing. Yeah, we did our 14-day military money finder, which is basically you take 14 days and you kind of go through all of the things that are costing you money. So the first, and like, just get your mindset a little bit ready, prepared for like going through a day, Ramsey. So it was like, all right, look at your LES. Are, are you getting paid correctly? Um, are you have good insurances? What do your insurances look yeah, like? Revisit your insurance. Make sure you can save on those. Because a lot of people just set it and forget it, especially with insurances. So you have to go back and reattack. I'd say yearly on uh, on those things. And then we kind of went into, um, you know, your subscriptions. Yeah, well, your subscriptions. How much are you spending on food? Mm -hmm. Where can you save money on food? Um, we used to do a lot, a lot of couponing. And I don't know oh, if you consider that yeah. a challenge, but it was yeah. very challenging for us to keep up with that. <laughs> that was like my favorite because like on certain days, like if you went to the grocery store on here, like it's Harris Teeter, you have like they had doubles and then they had a military saving day. So it'd go early in the morning and it was like, it was like, you would see all the ladies there with their little coupon books and I'd be up there trying to get all my stuff too. But with couponing, you just get what you get. You can't be yeah. brand loyal or anything. Right. It's right. Like, and it is what it is. Yeah, you got 30 bags of Tostino's pizza rolls. Yeah, and you're like, I don't know why I'm gonna <laughs> eat these, but I got them for five cents. Yeah. <laughs> right, and you, Jeanette, and my husband can be BFS with those coupons because my head be hurting. Yeah, that's how like, like, nah. Like, okay, y'all can FaceTime each other while me and Austin just reap the benefits. But, <laughs> you know, it's just yeah. like, this is a lot. Like, I'll watch it on TV and be like amazed. And then it's like, oh, I got to help you do this now. Um, yeah, pick on math and like a puzzle. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> you know, but I, I love what you said about, you know, the money finders and the LES, because I was financed in my last, I guess, prime years of the military because I was motor T at first then I let move to finance of all things but finance and that was 
so right before that is when I learned about Dave Ramsey. And then the job I got, because I picked three, was finance. So that's what got me. And so <laughs> what they teach you is how to break down the LES in school. And so after that, I was like, oh, I got this budget thing on lock. I got this budget mm-hmm. thing on lock. And so that has helped me, even though, you know, I've had my relapses. We, we talked about that. It has helped me be able to say, okay, how can I have, how can I break my original budget down? Because I homeschool my children. So in my homeschool budget, whatever's allocated, how can I break that down even more to right. these little categories? And even with the food, okay, what is for actual food, for meals, what is for snacks, and what is for all these little extra little things like the spices and all that stuff, yeah. you know? And I know that may seem a little extreme and may hurt some people's head, but like it really take that if that's what works for you. If that yeah. don't work for you, don't even try it. Just do what you can do. But to have a plan is what we're saying is going to help you in the long run. Absolutely. I feel like when we first started, we were extremely granular with all the things that we budgeted. And now, now that we've been doing it for almost four years like it seems like we can just put things in different categories and you know consolidate it oh that's another thing consolidate your your budget once a week like just go back through and be like all right yes yes I did spend this no I did not spend this I am way over on this I need to change this because that's another thing we've gotten pretty like a well-oiled machine on like all right this is what we're actually going to spend and we've been doing it so long we don't have to worry about, about it, it as so much. much yeah especially in the beginning, like every single purchase we were thinking about and we were writing down and putting it in the category. And now that we've been doing it, like it's kind of like in our head, but we're not doing it as granular. We still, yeah, we still do a budget and we still do it, but it's more of like um, in like whole terms. Like it's not like uh, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm consolidating the budget, but it's not, I'm not worried and nitpicky over everything I do. That makes sense. Because I have permission to do those things within those realms. It's like when you I'm first more confident. Start, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. coming down to. When you first start working out, you're tracking everything and your water intake and whatever. But after you've been doing it, you know you're drinking a gallon of water. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm staying in that thing, that kind of deal. Not like I'm not doing the things I'm supposed to be doing. I'm, I'm doing it. I've been doing it for so long. I'm good. Yeah. Right. But we still consolidate. It becomes second nature. Yes. It becomes it's a habit, habit now. So yes. it's like now I don't have to set a reminder every day. <laughs> to, right. Or every week to check it because I know every Friday, let's just use Friday, I'm going to be checking and reconciling my budget, you know, yep. to make sure I'm on point. And uh, I don't know if y'all use this, but I use every every dollar. Yep. Yep. And so it it's really good. And if you have the one that tracks your expenses, it lets you know that either you're on the up and up or man, I don't know where that charge just came from. <laughs> yep. What did I do? Yep. You know. So when so, we coach people, we, we recommend that people get the every dollar budget app without the payment plan first, because it's ten dollars a month um, with the payment plan where it incorporates your bank account. But when you don't incorporate your bank account, you have to manually add all the transactions yourself, and that just leaves a whole different level of um, accountability. Like, yeah, yeah, accountability. You're in it. Like you're like, okay, I'm adding this, and I'm feeling the weight of it. Right. Cause like, you don't always feel the weight of it. And Dave Ramsey talks about this when you swipe in, you know, a plastic card and it's not handing someone money and you're getting less money in return. Right. It's not even a, a real transaction. You're just swiping and nothing emotional happens. But when you put the, when you put the category in and the amount you spent, it actually, you know, has an emotional like, oh, value. Mm-hmm. 
when you're yeah. seeing the math add up yourself. So that's what we recommend people do. We love every dollar. Yeah, but it is the best app that I've used. Have you, we've tried them all out just to see yeah. if we're, you know, making sure we're recommending the right products and and that is the easiest app so far. Yes, I love it. And so if you could leave the audience with one major thing, what would it be? Mm. And you both can have one or you can have one together. What do you mean? Like one major, major takeaway for the audience. Like what, like if you could tell them one thing, one thing to remember through this whole conversation. What's the one thing? You go first. I think about us. <laughs> Mine would be, you have to be open with your partner and be completely transparent. It is going to suck at the beginning and you're not going to want to do it. And you don't want to be embarrassed about all the things that you've done in your past because you've made mistakes with money. But that's the one thing that has transformed our life 100% is being completely transparent with our finances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, um, and this is weird because I'm not really like too biblical, but I just see like two biblical things coming up in my mind. Um, and it's, and I, this, is, this, play, this is a gender neutral saying, but it just replies for some reason it's he, but it's a double-minded man is uneven in all of his ways. So if you're double-minded, you're not going to follow the path that you need to in life, right? You need to decide which path you want and who you really want to be in life and then go chase those goals financially. And other than financially, I think that as soon as you, you know, make the choice, you can start working towards your future. And as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And that is just like, you are, who you become, are you, who you think you are is who you become. So as soon as you start thinking that you're, you're, you start doing well with money, you will eventually do well with money. And those are the things that I built a majority of my principles of my life on and, um, and how I got to where we are today or how we got to where we are today yeah. is the choices that we make and the, the way we um, navigate through life. Yeah. So thank y'all. Those were amazing by the way and this whole conversation was very fun and I want to thank you two for coming on to share that with us because we all need to be more grounded financially instead of being all over the place and I think just with COVID and everything it's taught a lot of people that and I feel like more people were determined to get out of debt in this season than ever before. Yep. You know, so it's really, really great what you guys are doing. And I appreciate y'all coming on here. So before we get out of here, though, there's three things I want everybody to learn for from this conversation. Number one, I know y'all hear it all the time, but I'm say it again. You don't have to keep up with the Joneses. Chances are they broke anyway and they're living paycheck to paycheck. We've all been there, but you don't need to be flashy, I guess, Mm -hmm. to feel successful or to feel free or to feel valuable. I think it's the better way to say that. So you don't have to keep up with the Joneses. You just, look, I got kids. It's hard enough trying to keep up with all three of them. I definitely ain't going to be trying to keep up with the Joneses. So do what works for you. Create a plan and work on that. Don't be looking at the Joneses. They're going to get you distracted. Yeah. Number two, you have to change your mindset around money. So if you're always thinking in the poverty mindset, I guess 
you're always going to be chasing money and you're never going to get it because you're going to be doing reckless things to try and get there instead of doing smarter things, I guess I should say, to get there. So stop thinking about what you don't have. Be grateful of what you have and build upon that because for me, that's what I had to do. I had to stop focusing on what it looks like for everybody else like I said, number one, and stop focusing on what I didn't have and focus on what I do have and how I can build from that. And lastly, there's a purpose for your money, just like there's a purpose for your marriage or for your business or whatever you're doing. So you always want to be a good steward over that. Like I always talk about being a good steward over your marriage. So make sure that you have that good head on your shoulders and that you're working with your plan and reach out to Austin and Jeanette. They're going to tell y'all in a minute how to how to find them. And make sure you're getting what you need to be on the right path with your money. So I want you to, before we get out of here, to go ahead and tell everybody how they can find you. On Instagram, we are Austin and Jeanette. J-E-A-N, like jeans, at E-T-T-E. And then on the website, austinandjeanette.com. And that's where that's who we are, Austin yep. and Jeanette. <laughs> Well, thank you guys. And thank you all for tuning in. Yeah, thank you for having thank us. Thank you. You're welcome. If you're interested in finding out more about me, the number one military marriage, family and relationship coach, you can go to www.teresaalexis.com or connect with me on social at Teresa Alexis Speaks on IG, Facebook and TikTok and T Alexis Speaks on Clubhouse and Twitter. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Be sure to subscribe and activate notifications so you don't miss out on any new episodes that go live. I'm excited going forward by how this podcast will impact your life and cultivate a better you and a better marriage and family dynamic. Now go forth and be awesome.